Now, I've already touched on this point already, but the key with staying in shape is not trying to be perfect. Okay, If you try and be perfect, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to sustain that all the time. What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Lean365 podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then welcome back to the channel. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about few strategies around staying ripped all year round. Now, this is something that I've managed to achieve myself now for probably the last 10 years. Ever since I started training, really, I've always managed to maintain a lean physique, even recently, where I've had my injury and I've been able to train properly for the last seven weeks now, only just kind of getting back to it. Um, but I've still managed to keep body fat down to a low level. And I believe that to be something that I am quite proud of, the fact that I've always managed to stay in shape. I think that's something that's important for a coach being in the fitness industry, that we should always be able to carry ourselves to a high standard. So I want to give you guys a few kind of quick wins um, and just a few general kind of traits of someone who wants to stay in shape from a mindset perspective, from a habit perspective as well. So I think for me, it's probably been, since I've been about 17, I've always been the, I suppose, the, the skinny guy with skinny genetics. So I've always been, uh, always had that kind of uh, like, I suppose, trait on my side of just being naturally quite ectomorphic, quite lean. But over time, I've managed to build a lot of muscle throughout that time frame and still kept body fat to a level where I'm very, very happy. And I don't believe that just to be down to genetics. Like a lot of people sometimes think it is. You may have the friend that kind of eats whatever they want and never puts on any weight. Partly some of that will be down to genetics, but again, it will come down to generally the habits, the identities and the behaviors that you have. So I want to go run you guys through generally what that looks like. Now, I believe that you need to have very high standards, okay? I think you need to carry them with you all the time. I don't think you can treat fitness as something that is switched on or switched off depending on what time of year it is. I think you need to treat your body with respect all the time and just generally fuel yourself and look after yourself properly with regular exercise, good eating habits, and just generally performing in the correct way. Now, I think that people sometimes... They have this idea that they need to be perfect all the time in order to stay in shape. They think that they need to be training six days per week. They need to be eating clean all the time. You know, they never can miss a week. And I think the problem with that is if you set yourself that expectation, you're going to fall short because life will always get in the way and you'll get to the stages where that's not always realistic. So instead of doing this, we need to have something that's called the minimum dose. Now, this is something that I've used myself a lot over the years, just for when life gets really hard and I still need to make sure I keep standards in place but maybe the most optimal approach to my usual routine is not going to be realistic. So what a minimum dose would look like for you guys would be just setting yourself, what is the bare minimum that I need to achieve this week? Even if I'm not going to improve, even if I'm not going to progress, but just to maintain. So, you know, in a fat loss phase, if we're trying to lose weight, maybe some weeks it's just not realistic for us to be in a calorie deficit. However, we don't want to completely fall off the wagon and take a step backwards. So what's the minimum dosage that I can still put in to still maintain my progress, to still keep where I'm at. And I think that's something that you need to set yourself at the start. So for example, if you are listening to this, you have to train four days per week, maybe you like to track your calories every single day, always hitting your macros, your protein targets, get 10,000 steps in per day, sleep 17 hours per night, you know, you get all the basics. Maybe on a do or maybe on a week of a minimum dosage, this is when we're going to kind of pull things back a little bit. So start thinking about what could I still do that week, which is still going to tick me over, but maybe isn't quite my usual standard. So for example, maybe we do three sessions that week. Maybe we change up the split a little bit to match that. Maybe instead of tracking food, if we're very busy with work or maybe we're away, we just stick to a portion rule or we eat intuitively or we choose high protein options all the time. You know, maybe we pull back the steps a little bit to 8,000 instead of 10,000. So I believe having some kind of minimum dosage that you've already decided in your head is super important. And that will stop you from falling off the wagon and just generally staying on track all year round without actually feeling bad 
or guilty if something has not been great that week. Okay. So that's my big kind of tip for you guys at the moment. If you are struggling sometimes when it comes to just trying to do things perfectly with the time. Another quick win or another thing that you should always keep in mind is never make the same mistake twice, okay? So what you have to understand throughout your fat loss journey, just throughout life in general, you are going to make mistakes. This is going to be super common. This happens. And making mistakes is actually a very important part of learning and developing as a person, okay? So it's good to make mistakes. However, we should not make the same mistake twice. We should not have more than one bad day in a row if we know that we've done something which we need to improve on. Generally, we need to try and learn from that and move forward, okay? So one bad day doesn't turn into a bad week or if we end up having a bad few days, you know, that doesn't turn into a bad month and completely falling off the wagon, okay? The ability to be able to get back on track the next day is super important. Now, I have a lot of clients that, you know, they'll have things at the weekends. At the moment, we've got kind of weddings going on most, a lot of weeks for clients, you know, go out and enjoy themselves. But my biggest tip to them is enjoy the event, but just make sure the next day you are fully back on track. You flick the switch and you're moving straight back onto your goals again. That's the most important thing because generally what happens to a lot of people is they may, maybe they have you know too much alcohol one day, they have a late night, they eat a lot of crap food, which is fine. This is what happens sometimes. And they'll just end up carrying this over for a few days, for a week. And then they'll just be in this yo-yo mindset all the time of just trying to be perfect and then falling off the wagon. Now, what we want to avoid is that we want to make sure we don't make the same mistake twice. If we have a bad day, if we have a bad weekend, we make sure we get straight back on track afterwards. This is not you falling off the wagon. This is not you being on it or off it. This is just you maybe enjoying a social occasion or kind of just you know, going over the top sometimes and just making sure that you're back on top of things the following day or following week. Okay. Now I've already touched on this point already, but the key with staying in shape is not trying to be perfect. Okay. If you try and be perfect, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to sustain that all the time. Now I try and operate with around 90% consistency in everything I do. So that means I've got 10% margin for error, which means I'm not placing myself inside this little box with no real margin for error with, you know, no with constant restriction all the time, no margins, making it very difficult for me to be able to stay consistent all the time. So if we just give ourselves a little bit more leeway, it works very well. And now I don't just mean 90% consistency in terms of nutrition, in terms of clean eating. I just mean in general, okay? That means that if we miss the odd session, it's not the end of the world. If we have the odd day of low steps, it's not the end of the world, okay? You're always gonna be a, a product of your environment of how you spend the majority of your time, okay? Not the minority, which is very important when it comes to this. So you should allow yourself to have 10% of fun, be that from food, you know, be that from maybe a lack of training, whatever that might be in your week. That's important when it comes to actually creating sustainability, which is actually going to keep you in this for the long run. So if you want to stay lean all year round, then you need to not strive for perfection and just strive for good consistency day in, day out. Okay. Now I want to move on to a few more, I suppose, like physiological aspects that will help you stay lean as well. One being actually going through a proper strategic muscle building phase. Okay. So gaining phase. Now, typically what's going to happen when you lose a lot of weight is your calories, your maintenance calories are probably going to start to become quite low. You're probably going to be doing quite a lot of exercise as well. And it gets to the stages where it's potentially not very sustainable. Now to stay in shape all year round, that's not really going to be a sustainable option. You're not going to be able to diet and, and sustain less than 2000 calories if you're a guy or, you know, 1500 calories if you're a female, that's just not realistic. So what we need to do is get to a position as to where we can actually create something sustainable and realistic so that we can stay in shape all the time. That's going to come down to building your metabolism up to the point as to where you're consuming a lot of calories. And then at that stage, you know, you're able to have a lot more flexibility around your social life. So 
what we need to do is start building muscle to increase our metabolism. So potentially adding 10, 20, even 30 pounds of muscle is going to slowly raise your metabolism so that your body needs more food to be able to maintain its weight. Think of this as like a defense mechanism so that when you do overeat at weekends or you go on holiday, you're not going to gain the weight at the rate you would if you were kind of at the end of your diet. So you need to really look at it in terms of actually putting yourself through a good gaining phase, slowly increasing your calories upwards so that then you can sustain it. Now, for me, I know that my maintenance calories lie somewhere between 3,000 calories per day. So if I eat 3,000 calories per day, I would roughly maintain my weight, which for me is, is quite a lot of food. You probably listen to this thinking, I wish I was in that kind of position, which is it was possible for everyone to get to. You know, if I didn't have those foundations built in place when I was injured, when I wasn't able to train for seven weeks, literally hardly able to move as well <laughs> due to the operation where I was pretty sedentary, if I didn't have that foundation in place of already having a lot of muscle and building my body up to the position as to where I need that much food, I would have found it very difficult to sustain the low body fat and be able to actually still be in shape during a time of zero activity. Now, that's why it's important to be able to actually go through potentially years of building muscle, getting stronger and putting pounds of lean mass onto your physique so that you're building up your metabolism. So you have to do that. You cannot sustain a good physique on low calories forever. You need to put the work in to be able to get to that position. Now, on the uh, kind of counter end of that spectrum, don't let yourself get too fat, okay? And use it as an excuse for bulking. Often see people nowadays that are in this kind of like perma-bulk mentality where they use getting fat as a, a kind of a definition of I'm bulking now and I'm trying to build muscle that is not building muscle when you get to a certain level of body fat and you push over that you're not really going to start adding muscle at a quicker rate you're just going to accrue body fat you then need to get rid of you're not going to look potentially as aesthetic and as fit as you would as if you were still at a leaner position so that's one thing that I'm kind of against fit lab i think that it's important when you get in shape that you actually should try and sustain that all year round i'm not saying everyone should be walking around with a six pack but generally keeping a good level of body fat that's healthy and that we're happy with and i think typically a lot of guys will get to the position as to where they just just like using building muscle as an excuse for kind of dirty bulking and getting fat now that is not what you need to do to be able to build a lot of muscle you can build a lot of muscle while staying very lean you can even build muscle from maintenance which for some people I would probably would maybe recommend if you've already built a relatively good physique or a physique that you're kind of happy with. But for a lot of guys, I would still recommend you put yourself into a small calorie surplus, which is still going to see you stay nice and lean. But do not let yourself get out of control. Do not kind of use the excuse for bulking. It's just, uh, you know, getting fat, putting on body fat that then needs to be removed afterwards, which is just going to be a constant approach of dieting, um, you know, Get, getting fat again, dieting, getting fat. We don't want, we want to avoid that. So kind of the permabolt mentality needs to go. Now, the next thing is going to be really trying to find love within the actual process and the journey, okay, instead of the result and the outcome. Now, what I mean by that is if you solely focus your entire success around, you know, maybe just getting a six pack or hitting a certain milestone with your weight, what's going to happen when you actually get there is you're not really going to know what to do afterwards, okay? Maybe it's that you just look really good for a holiday and that's your goal. Well, what happens when that holiday's gone? You're just going to go back to your old ways. You genuinely need to have a very strong why as to why you want to try and stay lean, okay? You can't just have it for more of a vanity kind of surface level reason that isn't really going to see you be in this for the long run. Now, that why is going to all come down to you personally. Like for me, obviously it being my job, my passion, like my, my life, my career, like 
of course, like, I'm going to want to stay lean all the time. I'm going to want to set an example to clients and to the people that follow me. Now, for you, it could be different. It could be other reasons as to why keeping lean and low body fat is important to you. But you need to really harness that reason to be able to sustain that lifestyle um, and the habits needed for that particular person. Now, when we talk about habits, what we really need to think about here are things that we do every single day, which will keep us in the position that we want to stay in. Really, it is habits that will maintain us at the position we're happy with, at low body fat, not just kind of focusing on the day-to-day. So we need to think about things like moving more. We need to think about how we adapt our nutrition. We need to think about how we sleep. We need to think about the choices we make at weekends. These are all habits that will define you as a person and keep you to where you want to be. So this is why you need to really try and find love for the actual journey itself, the process that you need to tick off every day and not just obsessing over the outcome of hitting a certain milestone with your weight or looking a certain way for a holiday. You need to really understand and find a huge love in terms of the actual journey itself and understand that fitness is something that you will never complete. Okay, It's a complete continuum that you're always going to be striving to try and improve get better and just really trying to find love with the process and the journey. Okay. So don't try and obsess over getting to a certain position because when you do get there, you're probably going to struggle to then actually sustain it and find a reason as to why you want to sustain it. What we need to think about with habits is actually finding the habits of someone who is that individual that you strive to be. So if you end up losing say 20 to 30 pounds, and then you kind of go back to the person that lost that weight at the start, you're going to gain the weight back. So we need to really think about fitness as a lifestyle in which you know, we are adopting the habits of someone that has got a six pack, that is lean, that does carry themselves to a high standard. Think about how that person would act at the weekend or you know, how that person would act if they went on holiday. That's how you need to think all the time. You can't think of the person that was smashing back pints at the weekend and getting takeaways every day. That's not going to see you get in shape. This is a complete identity shift and actually like switching your behaviors to that lean person rather than maybe where you were at the start of your journey and then never kind of really looking back into that. Okay, another kind of quick mindset fix that you need to be able to make is actually shifting to more of a performance-focused mindset rather than just trying to focus again on the fat loss and the aesthetic side of things. Because again, when we hit this milestone of weight, when we actually get into good shape, we need to then actually understand that in order for us to be able to keep progressing and moving forward, probably going to need to eat more food and start fueling our body properly anyway. You're just focused solely on aesthetics and how you look in the mirror. It becomes very difficult to actually develop a good relationship with food and see it as something that we actually need to be able to fuel and perform with. Now, since I moved my training to a more performance approach and I started working on more hybrid stuff, I started doing more endurance events, that massively helped me in terms of the way that I looked at food and just my ability to, again, you know, carry on staying at the level of body fat that I was happy with. I wasn't focused on going through like heavy bulking phases of just trying to build muscle and all I'm all really caring about is how I looked in the mirror. Because trust me, if you develop a performance mindset and you really start understanding, uh, you know, how to improve your strength in the gym, how to get fitter, you will stay in fantastic shape, I promise you, because the ability of getting stronger and getting fitter is going to drive better body composition anyway. So really, you need to fix that mindset and switch it. When you've initially got into good shape and you've got body fat to level you're happy with, you need to then actually switch that into a more of a performance focus and actually start understanding that food is going to be fuel and it's actually going to get you to the position that you want to be in and not just looking at arbitrary numbers on the scales and basing your success and your numbers solely around that. Okay. Next up is going to be choosing an environment which actually sees you succeed. Now, environment is absolutely everything. I love the quote, environment dictates performance. I don't actually know who, can't remember who uh, made up that quote, but it's one of my favorite ones. 
generally who you surround yourself with and the environment that you put yourself in is going to be probably the biggest driver of success okay so you need to actually understand the people you hang around with probably going to be the sort of people you end up being more like so if your current friendship group doesn't support healthy eating doesn't support being in good shape doesn't support exercise you're probably going to struggle to be able to sustain the low body fat the energy the physique that you want all year round okay so you need to actually choose carefully who you hang around with this is exactly the same with your environment in terms of where you actually live as well maybe trying to find put yourself in an environment that's conducive to where you want to be so again, this is something I always say to clients when they say to me, I can't stop snacking. I keep having things in the house I know I shouldn't be having. All I ever say to them is, why is there this stuff in your house? Like, why are you buying this stuff in the first place? Because if your environment is set up for you to fail, then you're probably going to fail. Sometimes they come at me and say stuff like, oh, the kids are, <laughs> the kids have bought this kind of stuff. My argument is why are the kids having shit food? But at the same time, that's again, that's, I'm not here to be a parent. But I always kind of give them advice as to maybe we can actually get that food hidden in certain places, put it somewhere where you don't know where it is. But the point is, guys, the environment is going to be an extremely important factor in generally making sure that you don't fuck up, okay? Making sure you stay on track with things. And then a few kind of nutrition tips uh, to run you guys through just to give you a kind of few quick wins straight off the back, okay? So first of all, you need to really adopt a high-protein mindset. Now, what I mean by that is every single time you eat a meal, every single time you have food, you need to think about protein being the foundation for that meal. There's a few reasons for that. Firstly, when we're thinking about muscle growth and performance, that is the protein is going to be the absolute king there. But also just the fact that we don't want to be craving food all the time. We want good, healthy habits of our nutrition. We want to be full. Uh, we want to be, uh, we want a good level of satiety as well. So protein is going to be the absolute king for that. If we make sure that we're consuming protein with every meal we consume, then we're most likely going to not get cravings. We're not going to eat crap food, which is going to make us feel really bad. So high protein is the absolute key. Even if you go through stages of not tracking your food, which I actually would recommend, and it's what I do, you still need to make sure you're consuming uh, a decent amount of protein all the time. And that is the sole foundation and pillar of every single meal that you can shoot. The next one people aren't going to like, but it's the biggest thing that holds people back. And that is alcohol. Okay. You need to stop drinking loads of alcohol if you want to stay in good shape all the time. If you want to feel good, have great moods, great energy, and just generally look after yourself for the long run, then you need to actually come away from drinking alcohol every single weekend. Now, I've never been a big drinker of alcohol anyway. I would only ever kind of socially drink, which I was doing um, a couple of months ago. However, since I came back to Dubai after being from being in the UK, I set myself a ban with alcohol and just completely came away from it. And I've now done that for like the last four weeks. And as I say, not a massive drinker anyway, but the benefits of me doing that have been absolutely incredible in terms of my energy, my focus, my drive every single morning, getting up. But generally that productivity has just been very, very, very good. So I strongly advise you, if you are drinking alcohol every weekend, you think you need it and you think you need to have the balance in the social life, genuinely just ask yourself whether it's actually worth it and have you even tried coming away from it to see how much better you would feel because i would argue that that's probably the biggest thing holding you back right now instead of you know other things with regards to nutrition and food i think if you can just solely focus on cutting back the alcohol you're probably going to feel like a different person very very quickly next is going to be try not to eat out too frequently now i probably would say i only eat out once per week or get a takeaway once per week i want to say you should be doing that too often i think that you don't know what kind of calories get put in meals when they aren't cooked by yourself. Generally, restaurants, their goal is not to make a nutritious, uh, balanced meal. Their goal is to make the food taste good. So they are going to put hidden calories 
insider foods, oils, butters, whatever that might be, sources, which generally are very hard to track sometimes, which can see you potentially go over your calories uh, and fall into bad habits. Now, once per week is absolutely fine. Fit Lab, we have what's called a flexi day, which is how we kind of uh, ensure that clients know how they can fit that within their macros, within their week. If you are the sort of person that has a job, which means they have to be eating out all the time, and it means that you've got kind of regular client or work meals, then you just need to understand how to make this work around the rest of your day, okay? So understand how to make good choices, understand how to roughly estimate what like what sort of calories are within those foods, and just try and do your absolute best. And understand as well that these meals out with work, they are not to be mixed as social events, okay? They're gonna have social events, you're going to have times with your friends and family, and you're going to have work meals. If you try and mix them both together, that's probably going to lead to you having poor choices, too much alcohol, and again, not having the physique and the body composition that you generally want to have. Next up is going to be kind of going back, and this is probably my last nutrition point now, just to kind of summarize this podcast. It's going to be going back to kind of what I touched on already, but this is just ensuring that 90% of your food and your nutritional intake is clean, unprocessed, single ingredient, whole food. Now, the reason why this is so important is because generally this is going to have less calories in it. It's going to actually provide you with a lot more energy. It's going to keep you nice and full. And this is just how the kind of foundation of all your nutrition should be. You should be generally trying to find these foods. You should be cooking properly. And if you don't have time to cook, you should be getting a meal prep service, which is going to still see you eat that kind of food. But this is this is generally how you need to be thinking about your nutrition if you want to stay ripped all year round and want to stay lean. Now, the other 10%, and if you want to put this more to 80, 20, you can do. That's generally the sort of um, maybe stuff you've seen on Instagram. It's more 80, 20, but I like to keep it more 90, 10. I feel like the 90% to me just works. However, you could probably be a little bit more, you have a little bit more leeway with that if you wanted to. But generally that 10 to 20% of food can really come from whatever you want. Now, why this is important is because the biggest thing that's going to be able to actually keep this nutritional approach up and keep you lean is actually creating something that's sustainable for the long run. If you try and go 100% clean or you try and go complete teetotal with all the nice foods and things you enjoy, even if that is a bit of alcohol, you're going to struggle to keep that up and it's not something you're going to be able to do for the rest of your life. And then one day you're going to probably fall off the wagon and everything's going to not go the direction that you want it to. So by generally just keeping that 10% of or 20% of whatever you want in there, whether that is alcohol, more processed foods, eating out of the weekend takeaways, that creates a lot of sustainability in this approach, making it something you can actually stick to for the rest of your life instead of something that you can only stick to for a few weeks, inevitably fall off the wagon, and then actually never sustain the physique that you want. So Guys, in a nutshell, that is generally what I would look to do if I was trying to stay lean, fit, strong, and healthy all year round. It's going to come from a mix of mindset switches, habits, behavioral changes, and also obviously more nutritional kind of scientific-based stuff as well that you need to be implementing all the time and staying on top of. You do not need to be perfect to be able to sustain a good physique all year round. You don't need to be boring. A lot of people genuinely think that like you can't ever eat out, you can't ever have a takeaway, you can't ever drink. Me not drinking is more of a choice as to, in terms of my actual energy and my productiveness. It's not a choice in terms of body composition. I know that I could still drink quite easily and still sustain my physique. That's kind of like a different scenario in total. But generally, you don't have to be completely boring. You have to kind of think about what sort of physique do you want to sustain all year round? If you are more of a social person and you are going out more regularly, then maybe actually sustaining a six pack is not going to be realistic. And maybe you're just happy to sustain more of a flat stomach and just understand that in order to sustain the real low body fat, there's probably going to have to be a little bit of a different lifestyle switch that you might not be prepared to make. 
And that's absolutely fine. If you're the sort of person that just wants to look, you know, incredible that they're absolutely best all the time, turn uh, heads at the beach, then maybe you are going to have to be a bit more strict with your diet. And that's a compromise that you're going to have to make. Now, I decided generally with the nature of my work and, you know, just with how I like to carry myself anyway, that I would rather kind of live more of a compromised lifestyle whilst having a low level of body fat. But that's a decision you'll have to make. You should still always strive to be healthy, be in good shape and do regular exercise, regardless of which kind of scenario you put yourself in more of. So guys, hope you have found this episode of the podcast useful. If you have, please make sure that you like the podcast, you share your story and tag me. Make sure you're also following future episodes. Even drop me a five-star review if you've been joining the podcast recently. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.